There is no guarantee for success, but there are ways to get closer to it when you do the right things. Who you surround yourself with is just as important as what you do. Finding the right people, the right classes, the right activities, and taking the right tests are all decisions that shape your future. Find out more today on Destination University with Dr. Cynthia Colon. Dr. Colon and her guests will give you the tips you need, whether you're a student, parent, or educator. Now, here is your host, Dr. Cynthia Colon. Welcome to Destination University. We are running a special series, 30 Teens and 30 Dreams, following a different student every single day and having them tell us a little bit about their college admission journey, what they did right, what they would do differently, and giving you all the hot tips. I'm telling you, if you are a college-bound teen or a champion of one, you are exactly where you're supposed to be. Today, you're going to meet John. Oh my God, he just melts your heart. He's from New York. He is a two-sport athlete. He is in three bands, and he's a founder of a band tutoring program. He's assumed to be my biomedical engineer, but I'm telling you, that's not the most interesting and cool part of him and his story. So we'll get to that in just a second. You're going to meet John live here. Before we do that, I have to give you the hot tip of the day. As you know, our friends over at bigfuture.org want you to go there, create an account, make sure you get an email first, and you can get matched up with scholarships. Scholarships. Scholarships are not are, is money that you do not have to pay back. And if you want to get matched up, you can go over to Big Future and they taking your background, taking your achievements and your career goals, they'll match you up with scholarships. Not only that, if you're a junior, they're also giving away scholarships every single month just by doing several steps every single step of the way. They're there to help you. Go to bigfuture.org. All right. So let's do a sound check. John, are you ready? Yes, I am. Oh, I'm so excited. Okay. I'm super excited for him to tell you where he's going, but we're going to meet him first and just really share. He's going to share his story. So, John, okay. So let's start by just telling everybody, when did you actually get started on this process? I don't mean like get super serious, but like, when did you start thinking about maybe where you were going to apply? Was it freshman year, sophomore year, junior year? When was it? I would say sophomore year because right before the COVID hit, I was a sophomore and I toured a bunch of campuses right before COVID all started. So that's when I got started. Uh, great. And I really want to know, so biomedical engineer is a very specific thing. It's super competitive uh, major to get into, but I'm curious, I'm thoughtful about, you know, when you were young, I know there was medical history. So share with the audience a little bit about your background in terms of when you were young and if that had anything to do with uh, what you wanted to, to go into as a career. So starting at seven months old, I was diagnosed with, with a hydrocephalus condition where I had a VP shunt placed in my head, back of my head. And I had, from by the age of 13, I had seven surgeries and pretty much pretty much in elementary school and like middle school, like I always found math and science to be interesting. So I knew that I wanted to do something math and science related. And with this medical condition and just creating stuff as a biomedical engineer, like equipment or like tools, I think it has a, pers it has a personal resonance for me. 
It, it I, does. I mean, seven surgeries. Did you all just catch that? He had seven surgeries before by the time he was 13 years old, if I heard that correctly. And so you certainly had um, experience in, in obviously in the hospitals and the doctor's office. And were you the type of kid, I don't know the answer to this, so I'm asking you now, but were you the type of kid that like asked a lot of questions of your doctors or were you the type that just observed a lot, you know, every, every time you were in there? What were you taking in as you were going through this uh, process as a young, young kid? I was taking like a lot of questions like during school because everyone would notice all my head bandages and I would just have all the concerns about it which kind of like disturbed me but like I got along the way I just answered my question and I just you know just didn't let it bother me and then pretty yeah. much yeah and also like I had a concussion headband in gym so that was really noticeable and that and a lot of kids answer ask questions about that right well, it sounds like you had to be, you know, just brave and courageous and also just resilient um, as a young, as a youngster. And those are all things that you need to have, you know, qualities that you need to have to get to through to and through college. So you learn that at, at a very young age. Now, for those um, youngsters who are watching or listening or, or parents of maybe freshmen or sophomores, um, Tell us, what does it mean to be a biomedical engineer? What kinds of things, like what kinds of careers does that lead to? Um, it just leads rather, rather more than just engineering. It just relates to the medical field because you create just equipment for like surgery, anything surger, surgical or like any, any equipment like for your head or your body part, any body parts. Right, right, excellent. Okay, excellent. Thank you so much for sharing. That's super helpful for those who, uh, there are a lot of students who think they want to major in engineering and there's so many different paths to take with engineering. So thanks for sharing about that. Okay, so two quick questions and then we'll get to the, to the reveal and where you're going. Two quick questions are, what did you do right if you, as you think about the college admission journey so from freshman year all the way to senior year? What did you do right? And then the, the flip of that is what would you do differently if you could, could do it again? Or I don't know if anyone wants to do it again, but if you had to do it again. So what was, what's your best tip? Okay, starting off high school career, the first thing I did, I noticed that I did right was taking a ton of challenging courses. Like every year I challenged myself by taking more challenging courses like APs, it's not the fact that like you have to take an AP like your freshman year or whatever, and then you have to increase. You just have to challenge yourself because that's what colleges look for. So I saw that and I am happy that I made that choice. And then during quarantine, I took a digital MIT aerospace engineering course and I took a pre-calc pre-calc summer program course which set me up for AP calc for my junior year and nice. that just set me up for an AP and just another and the engineering course just set me up to not take that year-long course with the same criteria right and then another thing I did right and then another thing I did right was take the SCT four times because even though my math score was like crazy high, 
my English was in low and looking back to the schools, like yeah. I knew I had to just keep on redoing it, redoing the SAT to the point I got it. Yeah. Until I got the score that I wanted. Okay, so if I hear you correctly, A, I would say it sounds like you started early or your, your tip is to start early for a couple of reasons. One, you were um, helping to advance your uh, academic profile by not only taking good classes at school, but also supplementing that with summer programs. I, 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 either I forgot or I, I didn't, or I didn't remember about the MIT thing, but also everyone, the summer programs that you choose help to build your confidence in an area that you think that you wanna go into. And it's okay if you take some summer program and decide it's not what you want. But John really knew that that's what he wanted to so build your confidence. Um, so awesome, that's great. Okay, what would you do differently or what do you, do you have any regrets? Well, I wanna continue on with the, the first question. So like beyond the SAT, I started the college process early by doing DCA with you, that was very helpful, just getting a bunch of essays done. And then just demonstrating interest before my senior year started and requesting my letters of recommendation and just knowing the list of the schools I'm gonna to apply to. Because mm -hmm. if you started senior year with just everything, I wouldn't be able to submit all my applications in October for all early actions decisions for all my schools. It's a big relief, right? So being able to take the time, uh, John was a, is an alum of not only uh, Camp but also Dream College Academy. So getting all of the ducks in the row early, planning ahead, taking the SAT several times, and then being able to apply by October is a huge, great thing to do because you had, um, you had decisions before the holidays, which, was, which is a huge relief, right? Yes. Okay. So um, you've been admitted to a number of schools. Uh, and um, do you want to share anything about, did, you, did it come down to two schools or how did you decide on the one? Yep. So in total, I applied to 10 schools. I got into UNH, Auburn, Ohio State, Penn State, Northeastern, NC State, and Clemson. <laughs> And I got waitlisted from Binghamton, Virginia Tech, and Bucknell. And from the colleges, like, I got accepted to, well, I got that scholarship, like, a big amount of money in scholarships. And pretty much after my February vacation, yeah, uh, I got, I narrowed it down to Penn State, Auburn, and NC State. And after going through their admitted admitted student days and just doing tons of research that's how I made my my decision oh my god okay so the merit money you have like over 100,000 um that, yeah. you, that you got so all right so drum roll please all right he's about to tell you he narrowed oh. it to Penn State Auburn and NC State if I heard oh, that this correctly. Sunday I decided to go to NC State <laughs> I love it Oh my goodness, NC State, here comes John. Oh, NC State, you will not regret this. Oh my gosh, look at, he's got his whole thing going on. Oh. There we go. Now let's see mama, I know mom is not too far from you. Mom, pop your head in. Oh my God. Sarah, I mean, honestly. Okay, first of all, I met your mom, like it just seems like a million years ago, but it's not that thin. Mm -hmm. 
Um, Mom, what would you like to say to your, your son? You know, he got carried away on the things he did right, and he didn't answer the part he would do again, which I know is probably, I would give advice to your listeners, when your children are freshmen, have them join clubs, because you need leadership. And unless you really start these clubs, and they are competitive, and limited spots for leadership, you won't be an officer if you haven't been in the club four years. So you really need to take your freshman year and just join a lot of clubs and then figure out maybe the next year, which ones you really want to stick to. And then your sophomore year, I would highly recommend that parents, even if they push and kick, please take them to a campus because once they see where they're going to end up and what their future is like, then this reality kicks in and they're like, wow, I do need to study for SATs. And I do want to go here and this is the grades I need my sophomore year and my junior year to make that happen. Because we learned with you, <laughs> those grades, sophomore and junior year count the most. So oh my definitely, definitely join clubs freshman year, travel a bit sophomore year, even if it's just a bit, and then you really can turn it on and make intervals of work. You know, do this in this quarter, you know, do this in the summer and piece it out. And I mean, John was kind of early, but we knew yeah. people who finished everything by like September one. Yeah. And I was like, wow, I feel kind of late now. But um, John, I mean, you know, <laughs> you, did good in the end. Mom, your mom is talking like a, a true like it sounds like she took DCA, too. And yeah, she, she was very <laughs> supportive. <laughs> yeah, she was up my butt <laughs> oh, for the whole college process. It was, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. but it worked out. It did work out. And I know that NC State has been a dream of yours. Um, and uh, so we can be more proud to have been, uh, you know, even a part of your journey and um look at you you look good in red you look yeah. good in red it's not my color but i like the school well. i like the school yeah. thank no, you so much it is now i'm telling you the mellow mushroom has the best pizza down in raleigh so be sure to go there yeah uh, all right i'll make sure i'll go there <laughs> well we're super proud mom do you have any like love i love yous or or anything that you want to say to john i mean i could well up I mean, this is a kid who had special education, mainly for English, like he talked about his entire life until he did so well, they kicked him out of special ed. So he really, you nailed it when you said resilient. In all those doctor's offices, he, he wasn't the type of kid that cried or complained. His, his strength and resilience through every surgery always blew me away and it still continues. And whether it's radiology or new MRIs or hearing aids or whatever he wants to design, um, we're going to be proud of him. Okay. Yeah, so. He's going to do it. Okay. Hang out there for one second. I'm going to close up and then we'll wave goodbye to everyone. Okay. Yep. All right. Oh my God. Did I not tell you John was going to melt your heart? I'm telling you. If this episode has in any way uh, fueled your confidence or help build your dreams, please share this with three people in the next 30 minutes. I'm telling you, oh my goodness. And if you do nothing else today, do two things. One is, of course, uh, go over to bigfuture.org and get an account and get started on 
having helping yourself to pay for college. It's certainly no easy feat to do. So do that. And you can, of course, join us on our Facebook group, Destination University with a Y-O-U, because the destination is not university. The destination is you. So never forget that. And as we talked about, uh, John, as well as many of our um, students that we've been interviewing, they are alums of the SA Bootcamp. And you can, registration opens officially on Monday, April 11th, but you can hop on over there now to get some more information at drcynthiacolon.com forward slash camp. Be sure to join us every day this month for a new journey and new hot tips from our, directly from our students. That's, those are the best people to get the tips from because they're in it. So, all right, that is all I have for you today. Wave goodbye, John. Oh my God, super, super proud of you. I love it. Good luck, everyone. Okay, good luck. everyone. Thank you so much. See you soon. All right. Thank you so much for listening this week to Destination University. Be sure to join Dr. Cynthia Colon again and get one step closer to your success. 